What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. The heart of the universe. It's Arlington and it's Clarendon. Back here in Studio 1A, I'm your host, Chris Farley. For episode 192 of Pace the Nation, we are back after a week off. Excited to have the full crew here across from me, of course, is Tess Strike. Tess, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Glad to be back after some travels that I hope to tell you guys about. Um, also, f- from some travels to my left, it's Wayme Docs. Docs, what's up? Hello, Chris. How are you? Chris, I was going through my car today. Uh huh. Actually, I wasn't going through my car. I just had my bag in the back, and something caught my eye. Mm. It was under the the passenger side seat. Oh, man. Oh, man. What did I leave in there? <laughs> I, I was wondering where this credit is. hilarious. And I never canceled this credit you, card. You had a missing I credit card. And I literally you haven't had this it? for. It's, this is so funny. I, I saw that and I thought it was <laughs> one of my cards. Two months. I was one you? of It was really for two months? I, I, it might have been for two months. Were you checking like the account? To yeah, sure I, I checked the account and I, I have the. Uh, that's hilarious. I have this, uh, this credit card, this Visa. It is my card on my apple pay so i use it all the time uh, and i was too lazy to like change because you can you can get a new card easily and then change your your, your apple but then pay you have over. To change, yeah but you got to change well you'd have to and if you're not connected to wi-fi that's really difficult you, you'd to do. have to change the card and i didn't want to have a down week of getting a new card so i was like mm-hmm. you know what it'll turn up i'm horrified <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know what that my, my wall remember i left my wallet in philly and it turned up but that was like was, a 24 hour time yeah, true, period true. This, this is, is like months, months. It, it probably since you well, how long have you had that car I, I got it on New Year's Eve. The thing that I don't understand about this this card is, but no, it was in my new car. Yeah. So I, I, I'm saying like I, I when think I, I saw it, I thought I, I thought it was one of my credit cards, and I was like, how'd that get over there? And I and then when I looked at it, I was like, when has Chris even been in this car? Yeah. It was <laughs> when you first got it. So it's been literally months. When, when did I drive you? Um, I think remember I was over there. I was we were going somewhere and. I was going to drive, and then you ended up driving. Uh, I, I don't remember if we. It must have been like a UVA, maybe a UVA game. We were headed to. Oh, was this when we went to go watch the first round game? Yeah, so maybe the, that the was bas- the, all right. So maybe the basketball months, game, but a month and, then, and a half, and then, and then I couldn't horrifying. drive you home. <laughs> yes, that's right. So yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah, okay, uh, that, that's that what must, it is. That, that must have been it. I was wondering where this goes. That's fantastic. Thank you, Docs. <laughs> I don't know how you, how, how you lose one credit card. <laughs> I don't know. This is the one I use mostly, too. Uh, although, when they when they do the, the, the new Apple like uh, credit card, I'm all in on that, of course, because I'm such a mark. And I'm sorry I shouldn't be advertising for it. The, the uh, sales from that uh, company are down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? And I heard it's because people want an audio jack. Oh, for... What for for their phones? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, when they get their credit card, you, I, you guys haven't heard of the Apple credit card, I'm sure. But once I, I think it's going to be a big thing, and mm-hmm. that comes out in June. And July, My favorite part so of the show is up. when you talk down to us. <laughs> That's the best part. So they'll be back. They will be back. I, actually, I'm not too worried about Apple, but that is interesting mm-hmm. that because of a lack of a j- uh, phone jack, um, I don't see them changing. I think. Uh, they like to sell these adapters. They like to sell mm-hmm. a lot of these adapters because they're easily to, easy to lose. Um, but 
enough advertising for those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they aren't paid sponsor yet. I'm sure we'll get them at some point. Hey, speaking of to be sponsors, yes. can I can I bring up something yes. we haven't talked about in a yeah. while? Yes, I have a scooter story. Oh man, okay. Uh, getting on the metro, I think probably Monday, Tuesday this week, I saw an individual where the metro rules have changed, and you can bring your bike on during rush hour hours now. Um, this individual had a bird scooter <laughs> and really? a bike lock. Wow! And they locked up their bird scooter wow. at their final destination to be unlocked for the commute home. Wow, that is, I, I, I don't think that is in the spirit of what Bird wants. No. <laughs> wow. But they're but the innovative. second person I've seen doing that. I now. hope Bird has a lock. Yeah. Who, like a cutter? Yeah, he has a cutter. Cut the, wow, that is gutsy. It was. I think yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty gutsy move. Wow, okay. All right, well, we do uh, like to keep the audience updated with all Bird scooter information. So there's your birds. We haven't had an update in a while, so you, I appreciate that. You know, when I was walking over here, I saw at least six different kinds of scooters. I know. What but, is what is wrong with this place? Yeah, I mean, Bird is now you know just one of you're you're right probably one of many. six. Uh, it's ridiculous. People are lazy. They just need to um, you know why why and and we talked about getting into this emerging market. I know when <laughs> I know when we, we when we saw the numbers were in the billions. We should have made a pace. I just hate them. moving them off the trail. So I'll be running down yeah. Custis and someone will drop a scooter in the middle of the trails. Two things: one, not allowed on the trails. Not supposed to. Two, really in the middle of the trail, like you can't pull it over one foot to the any direction I'm that's when you. you ghost ride it into the creek yeah i've been i've been heaving them off walls well, it's fine um yeah i mean remember keep, ghost riding your bike when you were a kid i, I do i do yes yeah. i do well keep your bird scooters that is our one spot our running trails keep your bird scooters off your uh off our running trails yeah uh, that is not allowed people um, all right, big show to get to. Uh, I'm glad we got the bird scooter update. I'm uh, out of the way. I'm glad I found my credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you found it. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> Good job. But a, a big show to get to. Excited today on the phone. Uh, and I'm glad we have the adapter for the phone. We're going to have a couple guys from this new company, Vinga CBD. Uh, it's Jay O'Hare and Dave Whitlinger. They're going to join us. They started this new company where they produce uh, CBD. And CBD has been in the news recently and in, in, in endurance sports. And, you know, I've seen it all over the place recently. And CBD is, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, that's why we're going to have them on. It's mm-hmm. it's a. So they can explain things to you in Chris Farley terms? It's I know it's TH, and it's not THC, but mm-hmm. it is from uh, marijuana plant. No. Hemp based. Oh, see, you know more Different. about it. Different. Okay. I read the PDF they sent okay. us. It was, a, the show. it was a very uh, involved PDF. So long. It's long, yeah, but informative. So uh, we appreciate it. If them. you read it. Yes. <laughs> I skimmed it, but mm-hmm. they're going to. So this is a, a way to recover. It's a new recovery tool, uh, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of endurance athletes are using it. So they're going to tell us what it is and kind of talk to us about the buzz that is. CBD. So excited to talk to those guys. Talk to Dave and Jay on the phone today. Also on today's program, I've got a few marathon-related uh, stories. A number of marathons over the last couple weeks, and uh, a couple stories I want to get to. Well, three stories I want to get to uh, that are marathon-related. Um, Did you just negotiate with yourself how many you're going to do? I'm going to do three. I'm going to do three. Uh, we we did put on a marathon, the New Jersey Marathon, last week, and that's the reason why. Uh, we didn't have the show. We had the New Jersey Marathon and the Parkway Classic. I want what to touch a week. on those. Yeah, so that's why we didn't have a show. So 
uh, it was just a busy week in the Pacers Nation, so uh, that's why we were we were off. We're going to talk about those races. Uh, Tess, you're going to tell us about a Netflix movie yeah. that is uh, being shot somewhere that's in your world, so I'm interested in that. Oh, is this another local movie that I'm not going to get cast in? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yo, that's the tease. We'll mm-hmm. have to. We'll get to that later in the program. And then finally, uh, Docs was gone. I was gone. Uh, I was in uh, Moab, Utah. Docs was somewhere. So we'll get to updates on uh, kind of so- some updates on our travel because I know that uh, folks are on their edge of the seat. Mm-hmm. I can't oh, wait to find out yeah. where I was. <laughs> I can't wait either. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, that piece. Well, well I, I'm going to start there. Before we get to uh, Dave and Jay, uh, I was in Moab, Utah with uh, Saucony. Had a great trip to Moab, Utah. Didn't even know what Moab, Utah was. You didn't? It's a no. hot spot. It is really cool. Uh, awesome spot. Great runs. It's sort of deserty, but it's um, this time of year, not too hot. Good runs, trail runs up these mountains that aren't Super high, but uh, good running out there. Uh, we did some canyoning, which uh-huh. was uh, going across these zip lines. And I'm terrified you didn't. I'm it. scared of heights. And, I want to know about this. Oh, man. That's so, the only thing I want to talk about. Whitewater rafting, and then uh, a little bit of an odyssey on the trip home. But the canyoning, I am terrified of heights. Yes. And they asked on the pre-questionnaire to, to say, are you adventurous, not so adventurous, or not adventurous at all? And I said, I'm not going to back down. I'm mm-hmm. adventurous. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get there. You just and just lied through your teeth. Yeah, I get there. and Well, and you now have your scuba certification. I, I do. So. I've, I'd say that's adventurous, yes. Um, so I get there, and they say, well, the most adventurous uh, activity that you signed up for is canyoning. And, you know, you could have gotten out and, of it or bailed out of it and done horseback riding but when they told you that you had zero clue what canyoning was i had no idea so you were still on board i was on I'm, board. I'm gonna tell the rest of the story he had no idea what it was right. until ask? he got to the start line and well, when he got to the start line he's like whoa i, I mean I, that, I, how accurate was that I, it's pretty accurate i, I did ask and they kind <laughs> I've of never heard this it. story before i'm just I, guessing I, they kind of explained it and you know i just don't i, I don't Listen, retain i was moving yeah. on to like three other things Tess, and, it was and, a yeah. pdf they provided a pdf <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's like i'll just wait until I get there. So, so they said, uh, th- they did say there, there are heights, and, and then that that's where I perked up. And they said it was, you know, maybe 100 feet. Are you scared of 100 feet? But I, I, what I was scared in the moment was saying that I was scared of 100 feet <laughs> to this nice woman behind the desk. So I said, uh, lied through my teeth, that mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not. Uh, so I get up to the top of the ma- to the top of the mountain where we were canyoning, which was basically a zip line, and you you attach yourself or the guide attaches you to mm-hmm. it. I hope it's the guide and attaching yes, you. Yes, the guide uh, attaches me to Based it. Based on your scuba experience, yeah. you oh, didn't man. do the prep. No, I, I was uh, I was waiting to go last because there was like six people and seven people in front of me and I was waiting and this, this girl, uh, this other woman who was there with us said, no, I want to go last. And I said, I was waiting for any last exit or possibility. You were hoping that it. the line would break before you so <laughs> yeah, that you didn't so have, to get have to do it. Yeah. Uh, so I get on it, I kind of close my eyes, he says, run and jump off, close my eyes, and slide across the canyon. And Wait, uh, how did you run and jump off if your eyes were closed? Well, I, I knew it was just two steps to uh, to jump off. Uh-huh. Uh, so then, you didn't really run, it was kind of like a, it was a standing broad run. jump. Yeah, it was a half-ish run. Uh, so mm-hmm. I run, jump For off. For every run. And, <laughs> and you only get about halfway or three-quarters of the way. And 
I, I've not been that scared in quite some time. I was hoping it would take me all the way to the other end where the other guide would take me and, and pull me off. But what you have and to do is you got to... you in a big y- yeah, Yes. <laughs> what you have to do is you have to grab you the climbing. line and mm-hmm. start climbing and pushing yourself down. I haven't been that scared in quite some time. And I didn't tell them I was that scared. I was still... Uh, They're you know, fighting out right now? Yeah. I was. I think you can right. see it in people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think know. so. I've, I've yeah. been to the top of a cathedral with him in oh. Germany and I thought he was putting on a bit. No. That he was so scared. I'm telling you, you didn't hide how scared no, you were. I was, <laughs> they knew. So I, 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 and I also wanted to be the last one so everybody wasn't there watching me. So they had kind of moved on to the next activity after the canyoning. So I get to the end and. But that's I, why you should be the first one. Well, yeah, but everybody would watch me. They, they had but everybody's on. at the finish line. No, they're at the finish line, but there was a there was an opportunity to move on to the next thing, so they weren't actually mm-hmm. waiting there watching. Uh, I do Bunch have a good picture. Friends you have there. Uh, <laughs> I do have a picture of me in the middle of the canyon. Uh, we'll tweet it out at Pace the Nation. Uh, I was proud of myself. I did it. It was scary as mm-hmm. all heck, but uh, got across there, and um, not something I'll probably do again. But thank you, Salkany. It was awesome. It really was cool. <laughs> um, so Moab, Utah was was amazing, beautiful. Um, but there, there's little, it's this place where it's hard to get to. So mm-hmm. there's just little regional airports. So we flew into Grand Junction from Denver and, you know, these trips are amazing, but not much sleep. You know, we're, we're hanging out, talking, we're, we're doing business, we're doing these activities, we're whitewater raft, all this stuff. So we had to go to Grand Junction yesterday to catch the flight to Denver. It was about an hour away to catch the flight to Denver, to get back to DC, Denver to DC. So I, I wake up yesterday morning and I get a, uh, a notice from United that, oh, your airline is an hour late, which makes me miss my, uh, your connecting, my flight. connecting flight in Denver. So there's no way I could face my wife if I didn't come home yesterday. Um, so or I, I would have been, you know, traveling all day today. So, I, you know, I went to the and other people had the same problem because a lot of people were trying to get to Denver. So, but I was the only one on from the Denver flight to DC. So it's a six hour drive from Moab to Denver. So the, the resort finds the, probably the, the guy who is lowest on the totem pole and he has to drive the eight of us in a van all the way to the Denver Are airport. Are you serious? So we drove no just way. because we were going to, all of us were going to miss our connectors. And I was landing from Grand Junction to Denver at 5.20, my flight was at 5.30. And I told the woman, eh, maybe I'll just roll the dice. What and, woman? Uh, the woman who was helping us book our travel. Oh. Uh, you agreed to a 10-minute layover? So, I, Well, it would have been an hour layover, but the flight was was delayed. Oh, okay. So, with, with the delay. But you, with the delay, I had 10, 10 minutes. minutes. And I was, like, let, I was like, maybe that other flight will... Um, you know, we'll be maybe delayed. it's a good captain. She said, she said, there's no chance. It's either you make this or you're going tomorrow. And I knew the uh, option of going tomorrow was not an option. So mm-hmm. I, it's I, not an option. So we drive. It was a beautiful drive, but I had so much work to do. And, you know, we're all around, you know, I couldn't do the work. I was taught, you know, I was glad to connect with the people in the, in the car. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a nice drive. We drove through Aspen. It was, oh, I I've drove done through, that before. it was, there was six inches of in snow. In the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that well, with like six feet oh, of snow. Oh, it must have been a ton of snow. So I get to the Denver airport an hour early. So we, we do make the six hour trek, get on the airplane and it's delayed. They're not taking off. And then the <laughs> captain comes on. Uh, uh, 
we're just waiting for a couple of uh, late connecting flights no, coming on. No. And we leave at 5.45. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if I would have made it, but, uh, you know, they they were waiting for late connecting flights mm-hmm. coming on. So were both flights united though? They both flights okay. were united. Mm. Okay. So I they won't wait if you're like coming in on a different airline. They don't. That's care. true. But the moral of the story is, you no, know, sometimes listen, you just roll everybody the dice. just stop I listening like, right now. I stop take, listening right now. I would have There's made no it. Take so away. I, 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 no take away. I would have made it. I would have made it. But I took this. Listen, the six hour drive was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm way back. Except for the part where you had to talk to people. Yeah, I know. That yeah. happened to me this winter, though. I made a five-minute connection. You did in Atlanta. See? Yeah. See, I it, it, ran. You must have used your 800 meter speed to make it. <laughs> yeah. I, I see. It could have. It, the woman was like, "There's no chance," and they, they were amazing. Saucony was amazing. Did you um, tell them your mile time? <laughs> yeah. Well, if it was 20 <laughs> years ago, Chris Farley, maybe I would have been good. But um, well. Uh, it was it was an awesome trip. Thanks to Saucony. We're going to have some guests uh, from that trip. We've got a couple of folks that uh, I secured as as guests. And, you know, you ask them when they're there. Uh, exciting guests. A couple of celebrity types. That oh, it's will, like making friends at the bar. Like, yeah. we'll definitely hang yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And, like- <laughs> and, and maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case. But, you know, in the moment, they can't say no. No. So I've got two uh, folks lined up. We've got an exciting month of guests. But... Really excited about today's guests. Uh, Dave and Jay are from the Colorado area, so I'll you know maybe I drove by where they were yesterday. Um, I, I'm sure they know uh, Moab, and I think they live. I, I don't know. I don't want to say exactly where they live in Colorado, but I think okay. they live out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to bring them. Don't on. say too much. We're going to bring them on next. Uh, Dave Whitlinger and Jay O'Hare. They are from Venga CBD. And they're going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess and Docs, we are excited to be joined by Jay O'Hare and Dave Whitlinger. They are of Venga CBD, and they're joining us on the phone from where are you guys? How are you guys doing? You're from Steamboat, Colorado. Is that right? Steamboat Springs, Colorado, there to be exact. Go. Yes, right. yeah, Fantastic. yeah. We're we're out here in the Rocky Mountains, sort of ground zero of uh, of the CBD world, if you will, on uh, in, in Colorado. Nice, fantastic. Well, uh, Jay, I, I uh, and Dave, I appreciate you guys joining us. Excited to talk to you guys about uh, CBD, what CBD is, and it's kind of a phenomenon. And uh, so we're going to get into that. Um, but I was just telling the guys that I had an odyssey yesterday traveling from Moab, Utah, through the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. Uh, I'm a little geographically challenged. So Steamboat a Springs. Lot. A lot. Ge- <laughs> so I'm wondering <laughs> if I, dr- I drove by, let's see, I, I think I drove uh, by some beautiful mountains, Aspen maybe, uh, to make my way to the Denver airport from Moab. Did I cross yeah. uh, Steamboat Springs? You're about you're probably about an hour and a half away. Yeah, okay. so we're um, you're probably like on I seventy, I think, maybe yep. something like that. And um, so yeah, we're about three hours from Denver, and uh, we're about an hour and a half from Vail. So you probably pass through Vail, and uh, so we're kind of up here in the northwest corner of uh, of Colorado, and uh, about three hours from Denver. 
Fantastic. So, yeah, uh, Jay, you're you're the founder of this company. Very cool story. Uh, tell us a little of your background as as a runner and an endurance athlete, and why you started this company. Yeah, so I have been doing endurance sports really my entire life, like through college and after college was triathlons. You know, then there's oftentimes a, a period of time where you're, you know, settled down, you have kids, and, and life begins to take over. But uh, but then got back into, uh, in particular, trail running, mm-hmm. and especially being out here in Colorado. It's just it's just fantastic. And um, and then started doing, you know, longer distances on the trail side, ultras, that sort of thing. And um, about a couple years ago, I was called in uh, to be the chief operations officer for a CBD manufacturing company, and I, at the time, didn't didn't know a lot about CBD at all. Um, and going through that process and being involved in the manufacturing of it and really getting into uh, how CBD helps the body, how it's this natural remedy to um, uh, to help with inflammation and pain management. Just I started taking it for my own running and my own training and racing and just had terrific results with it. And I noticed that other people did too. And one of the things is, is that, you know, as we get older, doing these uh, endurance events and, and endurance-type sports, it gets more difficult. You know, the body takes a little bit longer to bounce back <laughs> and that. Yeah. And so it just seemed to me that there was a real need uh, in the endurance community for a product that's specifically made for endurance athletes to help them stay in the game. And so, um, you know, our tagline is endurance for life. And uh, that's what we are about. We're about helping endurance athletes continue to do the sport that they love for the rest of their life. And um, because once you get into it and you love that, it becomes part of your identity. It becomes part of your just who you are. And when something happens, whether it's an injury or overtraining or, uh, you know, whatever that might be that threatens to take that away, um, that's, a, that's a big blow for us. Um, I know I had a small injury last year, and it just is um, – it was tough to go several weeks without being able to run. Oh, I'm a miserable person if I'm not running, and I know a lot of our audience as well. Yeah, you know, in taper week, I mean, everybody just, just you know, you're groaning on yep. taper week, man, because, uh, you know, you're not able to go out and do the thing that you love. So, um, so CBD, and we'll get into how this helps the body and what it does, but as I looked around, I said, you know, I want to start a company that is specifically geared towards endurance athletes, and the name Venga is actually a Spanish term. And it means, uh, it loosely means, come on, let's go. And, and mm-hmm. like you'll hear, um, uh, like in the Tour de France, when they're riding up through the Pyrenees Mountains, uh, you'll hear all the Spaniards yelling, venga, venga, venga. And so that's, um, that's the, the genesis of the name there. Very cool. So CBD really has been this huge topic, uh, just in our stores and just amongst the, the endurance community here in D.C., um, and you know, we brought it in and I kind of fumbled my way through before you guys came on trying to describe what it is. And, uh, you know, I'd want you guys to help me to de- de- define exactly what it is. I said, well, it's marijuana, it's got THC <laughs> and I'm all- totally wrong. So correct me if you would, what is CBD? Yeah. Well, okay. So CBD, CBD stands for, uh, uh, cannabidiol. So it's not necessarily an acronym, but it's a short for us uh, tripping over the word cannabidiol all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, CBD comes from the cannabis plant. 
And so the cannabis plant has really two sides. So one side is the marijuana side, and the other side is the hemp side. And so marijuana is going to be very high in uh, what's called THC, and that's the psychoactive component of cannabis. Okay. Um, and it's not quite as high as CBD. The hemp side is, you know, hemp is, has, has traditionally been used for, there's a couple different kinds of hemp, but industrial hemp, for example, has been used for making rope, textiles, food, you know, those types of things. Um, so so, fact, so just real quick, yeah. so, the, so the, the, the plant has two sides to it, is that what you're saying? Like, I don't quite, I, I'm totally a, a noob oh, on this. Yeah, different so. types of plants yeah. okay. yep. in gotcha. the same that's, family. That's, gotcha, yeah, okay, that's exactly okay. It. See, these, that's exactly these it. My, my co-hosts have to help me a lot of times. Okay, gotcha, all right, I'm yeah, tracking, so, go ahead. And right. what's so a marijuana plant? Is high, yeah, so marijuana is high in THC, the psychoactive right. part, the part that gets you high. Gets you high, right. Yeah, the kind, wait, wait, the kind you have out there in D.C. Right, we do have it. marijuana That's in D.C. That's what you yes. guys have out there. Yes, yes, <laughs> correct, yes. And, and then the hemp side is, contains higher CBD, but much less uh, THC. Gotcha, okay. And so, uh, so the re, so, so, um, as we all know, marijuana is federally illegal, and there are different states that have legalized mm -hmm. marijuana. But, um, but hemp, because it's so low in THC, but high in CBD, there's some great advantages there. And because hemp has been legal, it was legalized uh, really in the, in the 2014 Farm Bill. Certain aspects of hemp were legalized, not completely. And then, fortunately, in the 2018 Farm Bill, hemp and all its derivatives are completely legal, federal, federally legal. Got it. So is that why everything has taken off since 2018? In part, yes. Okay. In part, that's what's, that's what's driving it. The other part that's driving it is we are just seeing tremendous results with people that are taking, tremendous benefit yep. with people that are taking CBD. And the reason for that is because in our bodies, we have a system in our bodies, it's throughout our, our entire body, it's, it's in every organ, uh, called the endocannabinoid system. And the endocannabinoid system works uh, in, with messaging within the body in terms of the body's immune system uh, and other uh, uh, areas where uh, the endocannabinoid system is responsible for working with neurotransmitters. And so CBD works with the endocannabinoid system to optimize and in often cases suppress the immune system because sometimes, especially with injuries, the immune system goes into overdrive and that's where you get all this inflammation. Mm -hmm. And so the CBD will work as a neurotransmitter with the endocannabinoid system to suppress uh, immune responses such as inflammation, pain, and so on. And it works in other ways in the body, too, especially in the brain, uh, in, in many ways similar to the way antidepressants work. So it works in the brain uh, as a way to control and help with things like anxiety and mood and sleep. And so as this has come about, and especially since the 2014 Farm Bill um, that really put CBD in the gray area, and people started using it more and more and getting uh, tremendous benefit, and the word began to spread, and now, obviously, with the 2018 Farm Bill passing, you know, it's really prompted um, a lot more interest uh, because now it's a more viable product. And 
So it has all of these uh, properties of uh, natural remedy, you know, without all the downsides of taking these um, other anti-inflammatories like, you know, Aleve, Advil, whatever, um, ibuprofen. And so it doesn't have all the, all the downsides where, you know, especially with endurance athletes, the studies show that taking these um, ibuprofen during an endurance sport can uh, cause uh, serious kidney damage. Right because of the way that the ibuprofen works. And so with, with CBD, you don't have any of that. You don't have any of those downsides uh, and side effects. So, so that's a little of what's prompted, prompted this, right. um, this spike in the, in the, in the business. This is definitely the biggest words we've ever used on this program. I don't think we've ever used more big words than this. So this is awesome. But that was a really good technical break breakdown. Uh, so yeah, we, I will try to keep. I'm no, trying to keep no, it. As no, no, as no, no, no. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm. I, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Uh, no, that was that was fantastic. So, so it's totally legal. Um, and you said the side effects are. So are there side effects? Uh, Chris, there's really not. Really? I mean, wow. there, I mean, I'm not just saying that. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, really, you know, CBD is non-toxic. Okay. It is uh, very, very well tolerated in in very high doses. In other words, um, you know, for example, we sell a product that is uh, each dose is 25 milligrams, um, and uh, there are studies out there where people are taking upwards of 600 milligrams a day with with no adverse side effects. Wow. So, um, so it's like I say, it's very, very well tolerated in the body. Very, very few drug interactions. I mean, I want to say like, I, like this is not a CBD is not a substitute for going and talking to a medical professional and sure. getting something checked out. I think that's some of the some of the concern is that people will um, forego going to see a doctor and say, well, I'll just take CBD to fix this, um, and that and that's not the right thing to do. If you've got a problem, you need to go see a medical professional. But um, but but what's interesting is, and as we talk to doctors, like we go to events, we you know as we're talking to doctors, we talk to physical therapists, and uh, they are all very very supportive of CBD and what it can do. You know, as far as you know, in terms of the interactions that we've had, which is just super encouraging. You so, know, and, and I'm gonna can I just piggyback yeah, on something sure. too, just to, just to add two more points, and that is well, just to reinforce. Um, the first thing is going back to what Jay said earlier and, and just going back to CBD coming from the cannabis plant. This is a plant-based natural remedy. This isn't something that the pharmaceutical companies have conjured up. And so, therefore, this is, this is like, you know, taking, taking supplements that we, we do in other ways, vitamins and minerals, et cetera. We're just supplementing our body. And the other point is that as Jay said, and as we know, our bodies have this natural endocannabinoid system already. And so we're not introducing anything that is foreign to our bodies. We're actually enhancing what our bodies are already doing so that they can work more efficiently in fighting things like inflammation, et cetera. So if I'm a, a runner and I'm, I'm you know, train, and a lot of our runners in the area are starting their, their training cycle for the fall, for a fall marathon. Hopefully they are. Sure. Um, and yep. you know, I'm, 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 uh, you know, tired during a, a big mileage week during this summer. Like wh how much do I take? When do I take it? And what form do I take? How do you actually, is it a, is it an application on you? Are there pills? Is it gummy bear? What, like, what is it? So you, so, so great question. Uh, so in terms of like, you know, so I'll give some, I'll give some, some broad, sort of guidelines to get started because 
what's nice about this is that you can really tailor your dosage to the volume of activity that you're doing. Um, and so, so what you want to do is you want to get the CBD into your bloodstream. And there's a couple of different ways you can do it. Um, you know, one, you could inject it, right? So that's, you know, uh, that's not too pleasant for most people, and that's kind of hard to do. Uh, but you can, um, uh, obviously, you can, you know, people are seeing tinctures where you, 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 you uh, use a dropper, put it under the tongue. Um, there are edibles that you can do. And there are things like soft gels. Mm-hmm. And the, but the, 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 the big question to ask, however you're going to take it, is how much of this substance actually makes it into the bloodstream. See, because that's very important. Because CBD is an oil, and our bodies are 60-plus percent water. And as we all know, oil and water don't mix very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happens is if you take a typical CBD, the vast majority of that CBD actually gets excreted from your body and never makes it into your bloodstream to have an effect. Hmm. And that percentage is called bioavailability. And so what you want to do is you want to have the highest bioavailability you possibly can. So, for example, uh, vaping has very, very high bioavailability because it's going into the lungs and gets absorbed into the bloodstream immediately. What we've done is we have um, one of the first what's called water-soluble CBDs, and the reason why that's important is because it's water-soluble, it actually, when it breaks down in the stomach and in the gut, it's able to pass through those membranes and go directly into the bloodstream. And so you have a much, much higher bioavailability than you would over taking like, um, like an oil from a tincture or something like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, these oils, like when, you, when you, you see the ones with the droppers and you put them under your tongue, those, what we're seeing, those have a bio, bioavailability of between 5 and 15%. So, you know, 90% of what you're taking it, it doesn't, isn't even helping you. It's just, it's just um, being excreted from your body. The water-soluble CBD is terrific because we're seeing 85-plus uh, percent bioavailability. So you're going to lose a little bit. It's just, it's just you know, natural. That's just going to happen. But you want to make sure that you're taking something that's going to give you the, the most right. amount into your bloodstream. And so, 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 to, so, to, so to, to, to answer your question further, if you're doing high mileage and, you're, and you want to take this, what's going to happen is CBD is going to help suppress the inflammation uh, that, that is happening in your body uh, because of that extra training. And what you should find is, is that your recovery is, uh, is much quicker. Um, I know when I'm doing high mileage weeks and those kinds of things, you know, by the third or fourth day, boy, I wake up in the morning and it's just it's painful to get out of bed. Right, right. And, and, it, and it takes a bit. And, uh, but then if you start taking CBD, what, what, what we find and, and, a, and a lot of our customers find is that their, their recovery time is, uh, is much quicker. They're able to continue that high mileage uh, um, and and stay on their training, um, and and their bodies are just able to adapt to that higher mileage um, uh, much more quickly and efficiently than without CBD. Are, are are you taking it every day? Like what what kind of dosage are we talking about? 
Yeah, so CBD, um, you want to, I mean, the, the key to it is it's not like taking, hey, I've got a headache right. or I've got a sore muscle like ibuprofen. I'm going to take this once and then I won't take it for three weeks. CBD works really, really well when it's taken consistently. So it's more like a vitamin. Uh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to take it every day. Okay. Um, and what's nice about things like soft gels, and one of the reasons why we went with soft gels is because it's a very precise dose. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, is that you can, you can scale this up. So if you're, you know, if you if like, so ours are, for example, 25 milligrams. I mean, I think that's a terrific place for people to start a terrific amount, 25 milligrams. Just for general health, take one of those a day. Okay. Uh, you know, one twenty-five milligram a day would be terrific if you're just doing just general general health, normal training, whatever. And then, as you begin to increase mileage, or maybe you just did an event, you could then bump that up to you know fifty. Uh, take two a day, and um, we even recommend for people that um, uh, that maybe have an injury, or they just got done with surgery, or there's some sort of trauma that's happened. I mean, they can go up into, you know, uh, four, uh, four 25 milligram uh, capsules a day, which is, you know, 100 milligrams. So, uh, so it's nice that you can scale your dosage based on the volume or the issues that you're facing. So uh, I assume it's not going to show up on a drug test, um, obviously. But how does, um, how, do, how does WADA feel about the World Anti-Doping Association? Are they okay with it or do you think they're not okay with it how do they feel well so 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 a couple things um one is that typical cbd is uh will have trace amounts of thc in it mm-hmm. and what that means is, is because of the nature that again this is we're going back this is a cannabis plant right and so even though hemp is low in thc thc still does exist in the hemp plant and uh, in order for uh, CBD to be legal for this, or, or, for, or for the hemp to be legal, it has to be below a certain threshold of THC, okay. but there is still some THC there. Now, what we've done is we're one of the first ones to do uh, what's called um, THC fr- uh, THC-free CBD. So we have zero THC, but we're not an isolate. So that's another term that's out there where they basically have isolated the CBD, hence the term isolate. And it turns out that CBD doesn't work quite as well when it's isolated. It needs the other cannabinoids, terpenes, other parts of the whole plant in order for it to be more effective in the body. And so our, our CBD is THC free, but it also has all that good stuff in there that helps uh, the whole plant, that helps um, the CBD work more effectively in the body. So what WADA has said is, WADA said still that um, THC is still banned. Um, CBD, all by itself, is allowed by WADA. Uh, It's just that they also uh, have banned all the other cannabinoids um, that that, that can also be present in uh, hemp-based CBD. Um, so it, it's, it, so, so that's where they are on that. So will, will, we, okay. see, will we see our, our yeah. as we get into an Olympic cycle here, will we see our, our, our Olympic athletes who are tr- tested regularly? Will we, we see them using it, this? I, Chris, I, I mean, I have to, t- I mean, I, these, listen, these guys are looking for every, 
every advantage, everything that that they possibly can is going to give them whatever kind of edge. And here's something that is completely natural, that is completely legal. I mean, as long as they're taking it with, you know, with, with, uh, uh, within the WADA, um, uh, guidelines, uh, you know, for, um, accepted use, uh, I, I, we're already seeing plenty of pro athletes. We have, we have several pro athletes that are using our stuff. Um, and so pro athletes have definitely jumped on the, on the train here because there's just this, uh, these terrific benefits. And, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll just kind of add to that to say this too, that of the pro athletes that we have that are using CBD in their training, I haven't, maybe Jay, have you, we, we have not heard of anyone yet that has failed a drug test. When they're using CBD. Now, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that, well, it's just tough because the World Anti-Doping Agency, you know, they, they keep things under close, close wraps. Sure. But I, I can, I can honestly say that we haven't heard of any of our athletes ever failing a drug test when using our product. And, and I think, I think the other piece too that's, that is, uh, that's worth considering, Chris, is, you know, we, we came up with this eight-sided, uh, this, this, this eight-pronged uh, concept. We call it the endurance octagon. Mm-hmm. And, and it's eight areas that we all have to manage in our endurance life. So it's uh, hydration, mental resilience, nutrition, pain, pain management, sleep, recovery, injury, and inflammation. Um, I think anybody that, that, you know, does endurance sports for any length of time, like, like you're going to get injured. Like that's just part of the, part of the journey. Um, we're all going to deal with inflammation and, uh, and, and, and we all know how important sleep is, how important recovery is. And so all of these areas, all of these eight areas are all interrelated. In other words, if, if you're not getting great sleep, then that's going to have an effect on your training and that's going to have an effect on your recovery. And that's going to have, you know, it's this cascading effect. And what we see is that unlike other types of um, either drugs or supplements or things, CBD can play a significant role in six out of the eight areas of, uh, of the endurance octagon. So in other words, it helps out with mental resilience. And as we all know, once you start getting you know, really proficient in, in endurance sports, the mental side of it is just, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, when, when you have, when you're taking something that allows you to be more balanced, more calm, more focused, less anxiety, um, that just helps, uh, that helps an athlete be able to deal with the unknowns, the things that are going to happen, you know, during a race. I mean, when you're out on a course for eight hours, 12 hours, 36 hours, something is going to go wrong. Something's going to happen. And that's quite frankly, I think part of the part of the appeal of these races is like how can you deal with uh, with the things that you know that go that might go wrong. So having that mental resilience is really important. So CBD helps with that. Obviously, pain management. Um, you know, our topicals and our soft gels. I mean, uh, taking it, putting it on topically, and ingesting it helps with pain management, injury recovery. Uh, certainly, with that. Uh, again, because you're controlling inflammation, you're managing the pain, uh, that injury recovery uh, can become faster. Uh, and then sleep, you know, uh, having uh, a more mental balance, being able to keep that anxiety in check, it helps people sleep better. 
So, um, so, so I just I mention that because I think it's important to understand that it's not just helping in one particular area. There's a number of areas that we need as endurance athletes to pay attention to, and CBD can help out with that. We're with Jay O'Hare and Dave Whitlinger, and they are of Vinga CBD. The website is uh, vingaendurance.com, and uh, we'll tweet out a link to that. Uh, you guys got a free download for uh, endurance athletes. It's got all the information, any information about CBD that uh, is out there, and, and it's, it's really good, informative stuff. So obviously, if you want to learn more, it's uh, vingaendurance.com. Um, so uh, finally, you guys, uh, what's the future for CBD? Is this something that we're going to see and, or is it already there that we're going to see in our local CVS or, you know, everywhere that, that, uh, things are sold? Yeah. So to give some context on that, uh, about a year or so ago, this CBD was like $500 million market this year it's expected to be about a two billion dollar market wow and by 2022 they're expecting it to be a 22 billion dollar market wow that's almost bird scooter territory yeah. <laughs> wow that is huge that is huge. well there's so many scooters here in dc it is it i mean i'm not sure it's that big but but uh wow that is so to, sure. so to answer my question yes it's going to be pretty much everywhere yeah, it's happening, and I think you know. And you mentioned you mentioned the guide that we just published. Yeah. We just published we just published it last week. And you know, one of the things, Chris, and, and what's great to be able to talk to you is that wherever we go, athletes are hearing about it. Yep, they're curious about it. They're like, uh, "Hey, I've got friends that are using it," but it's but it can be scary because they're like, "Hey, you know, I I don't know how much I should take. I don't know if I can trust these people." Or, or this brand, mm-hmm. and so we said we're gonna we're gonna produce a guide for endurance athletes that goes. It's got it's six chapters. It's sixty pages. I've been told it's too long. But I don't care. <laughs> I, I want I, I want people. They're like this is this is way too long. That's marketing speak, right? right, like, right. I, I get it. It, right. it is. It's a lot of information, but I think that people can download it and read the chapters that apply. You know, to help answer the questions that they have. Um, because I'd much rather put more information out there. And I think that endurance athletes are uh, information junkies. Definitely. Like we really, I mean, we, I mean, look, look how much time we spend trying to figure out what kind of shoes we're going to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's loud. true. Yep. Um, so, yep. so we published this as a service to the, to the endurance athlete community to help educate people on uh, what this is, why they should take it, how they should take it, what to look out for, what to avoid, uh, and um, and as, as one that, that helps people make an informed decision. That's awesome, man. Well, it is free to download. Is it always going to be free? Is that part of the thing? Or you just yeah, first yeah, hits yeah, free and then you get uh, pay for it later? <laughs> is that a bad analogy? So, sorry. Right. No, it's always going to be free. Very yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, but we're here. We're, we're here to answer questions. Awesome. I mean, if people want to call us, we've got an 800 number or whatever that might look like. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, and I think the main thing is just helping cause, because, again, having been in the industry and seen that there's just a lot of people who may be taking advantage of, of a lot of the uh, um, uh, rise in the popularity of CBD, and, and, and then it becomes hard for people to know where to turn. And, you know, one of the things that I said when I started the company was I wanted to make this really simple. So we have two products. We just have two products. Okay. That's it, because we feel like that can cover 100% of your needs. You know, some of these people, like what I found is that people go to try to buy this and they go to sites and there's 
there's dozens and dozens of products and concentrations and, you know, CBD shampoo and CBD, like all this right, kind of like right, crazy. Right, right. I like the yeah. dog treats and that so I just, saw. Dog treats are out there? Wow. Yeah, there's a little everything. Yeah, there. for sure. So we just wanted to make it really simple for athletes that like, look, this one product works from the inside out. It's the soft gels that you can take. And this other product works from the outside in. It's the topical. And that covers like 100% of your needs. And um, uh, so we're trying to keep it simple and really help athletes because, again, our tagline, Endurance for Life, we want people to stay in the game and to be able to continue to do the sport that they love for as long as they possibly can. That's awesome, man. Well, I yeah, I, you can see all the particulars. You can buy the, the product um, on VingaEndurance.com. Um, you know, and maybe in a local Pacers running store in the future as well. Um, so we'll, we'll have to we'll <laughs> yeah, have to we'll have to talk uh, after this after this show. Well, for uh, sure, for yeah, sure. Dave and uh, Jay, this was uh, fantastic information. Um, congrats on your your, your success. Uh, sounds like a a great business to be in, but I really appreciate you guys informing the athlete and and being that resource for the athlete because I think that's super important. Yeah, yeah, and hey, congrats for you guys for your podcast and all the success Thanks, that you've man. had with uh, with helping these athletes stay informed because well, it's just, it. um, yeah, it's great. It's yeah, I think it's really yeah. important, really important uh, that 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 we uh, that we do that, and it's great that uh, we uh, we had a chance to talk to you guys. So it's uh, Jay O'Hare and Dave Whitlinger. They are of Venga CBD. A company and now I know where they are. They're in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Uh, so That's yeah, it. yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. Great stuff. Thank you for joining us. All right, take care, guys. All right, there they go. Jay O'Hare, Dave Whitlinger. They join us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Dave Whitlinger and Jay O'Hare for joining us today on the program. They're Venga CBD, and that is also their Twitter handle, Venga CBD. So you can check them out on Twitter for all information about um, CBD, Venga, their company, and uh, a link to that guide is also on their Twitter as well. So great to have them on the program today. That was a cool name too. I like the little story behind like, it. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. all here's the like, go, go, ale, go, ale, go, ale, go. in yeah. the mountains. I was like, oh, right. cool. I like that. It means something. So that 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 is cool. And I did actually pronounce her name correctly. I think before. What an accomplishment! Uh, 192 <laughs> yeah, episodes in. Finally <laughs> nailed it. Uh, so appreciate them joining us on the program. I know we don't like to issue apologies. <laughs> so <laughs> we so, never do. Yes. Yeah. So help me help me out with this. Like, yes. I just feel bad for my Simpsons reference listeners, like Satya. <laughs> There are a few out there. Yes, they are. Uh, former guest Brian Danza just ran by the studio. Yeah. Uh, yes, but yes, you feel bad for your... For Satya, Charlie yeah. Band. Yeah. Because I was going to ask them, uh, I was, you know, when when you finally let me ask a question, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, what what does the... I just have one question. What what does the B stand for? Mm-hmm. And then they were going to answer it and say, oh, okay. Um, another question. What does the D stand for? <laughs> and... Just one final question, and then they would tell me what the C stands for before I ask it. And then I say, oh, okay. What does the B stand for again? So that's, that's a great Simpsons That's bit. a Simpsons yeah. reference. There yeah. are there are three or four people out there mm-hmm. who are slapping their knee and ro- rolling yeah. over but laughing. But I, I, we don't apologize to them. I just feel bad for yeah. them. Yes, yeah. Well, I um, 
you know, sometimes I, I like those random jokes for mm-hmm. our, our our minority of listeners. Mm-hmm. But and it is a minority. Yeah, I know. That. But sometimes the guests don't really understand the joke and they awkwardly mm-hmm. laugh. Well, the and, hosts yeah. don't understand well, the joke. Yeah, when the hosts don't understand the joke, that's a problem. That's not my fault. <laughs> we should have watched more Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we were talking about uh, some some marathon training and the marathon season is going to be happening in the fall, but also there is a robust spring marathon season. There is. And uh, we just got through the Boston Marathon, the London Marathon, and a couple others out there. And I wanted to talk about uh, Emily Sisson's debut at London. Wow. Uh, 27-year-old Emily Sisson ran 223.08 to uh, place sixth place at the London Marathon. What kind of costume was she wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we did see the uh, video of the guy running. Uh, I think Carter tweeted us a video of the guy running as um, as Big Ben. Big Ben, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was that was pretty fun. Actually, that's, she just that's wore the th- thing to do in in London. Yeah, yeah. it is. But I think party. she wore a singlet and shorts. I think is what she. Hannah, wore. our New Balance rep, wore a, a flamingo singlet. And she ran in the London race, and, yeah, because yeah, that's a New Balance sponsored event. And we're looking at a picture of Emily right now. And yeah, it was. Uh, she it just was, dressed up like a runner. A runner, yeah. So mm-hmm. she wore that costume. But awesome debut. Uh, 223.08. I mean, sixth place overall at London. I mean, she's going to be a force. And we want to talk to a number of the athletes that are going to be running the Olympic trials in Atlanta that we will mm-hmm. obviously be at. So mm-hmm. we're going to lead up and we're going to talk to some athletes. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll grab Emily um, if our friends at New Balance can make that happen. And you know who you are if you're listening. Uh, so hopefully, we'll uh, grab her at some point soon to talk to her about that race. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, Molly Huddle was 12th in the race. I, I think Molly also PR'd. She finished uh, with a time of 226.33. So a couple of very uh, cool, awesome performances there in London. You said former PTN guest Molly Huddle? I did. Yeah, I, I, I did not mention that, but I'm glad okay. you did. Yep. Okay. Um, she went to Notre Dame College. She did. Yeah. And she had a big check that she um, mm-hmm. never got. The us. big oversized check. Yeah. Still waiting on that, Molly. Yeah. Um, Charlie Ban, uh, brought something to my attention about another marathon that happened Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Um, these guys, I don't know if we should sue them or not. Um, but they did the, a playoff, the breaking two. We've already done that. We did mm-hmm. breaking three, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, Old and, news. And, and <laughs> so these guys dressed as the Pacers and then, uh, the the guy trying to break five with the hashtag breaking five uh, dressed as chip coat chip 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 coat chip. Wow, let's give that another try. Chip Chogi, Kip Chogi. There you go. There we go. Dressed as Kip Chogi, and um, he tweeted out a picture of of them and uh, them running the race, and he did break five. Uh, what I thought was interesting is Kip Chogi tweeted them back. That's so cool. That is pretty cool. I, I didn't you didn't a, have I costumes didn't, for yours. I didn't, and I didn't get a tweet back from Kip Jogi, so I finally hmm. didn't pronounce his name. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe it was a whole name pronunciation. Yeah, maybe that's why was he the didn't problem. tweet you back. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to uh, wanted to mention that. I thought it was cool. Of course, we are we're happy for them to do that. Uh, I have no, I have no. Um, you don't have any rights rights to this. over this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, In I fact, stole. You it. could be sued. Yeah, exactly. I stole it as much as he stole it. Uh, but one other story that I thought was interesting, I want to bring up here, um, that was in the news, marathon related. Uh, Darren Ravel, he's a he's a tweeter who used to work for, uh, he's more than a tweet, he's a reporter, but uh-huh. he used to work for ESPN. Uh-huh. He does a lot of sports of business. He gets on the business side of things. Yes, he responded to a tweet from LSU Athletics that was congratulating their national runner-up 
gymnastics team. So the LSU Tigers gymnastics team was second uh-huh. at NCAAs. And uh, they, you know, uh, uh, did this thing in Baton Rouge where they got a billboard congratulating, a, a full billboard on the highway congratulating the runner-up. And uh, Ravel, so they, they tweeted a picture of the billboard and said, thank you, Baton Rouge. Um, the LSU Gymnastics Twitter feed tweeted it out. Uh, a lot of likes, a lot of people congratulated them. Uh, but it was for them being a runner-up, which I thought, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. If Virginia makes the Final Four and there's a billboard, you know, in Virginia somewhere, yeah, I'm fine with them tweeting it. Uh, Docs, maybe not. but We just congratulated Emily Sisson on coming sixth, sixth. in yeah, a marathon. Exactly. <laughs> Celebrated it. Yep. So uh, Darren Reville, uh took, uh, took, took a little... Took issue with it? Issue with them uh, tweeting it. And he said, no, you can't put up a billboard for coming in second. Um, so what was funny is that people started digging into his tweets and uh, someone tweeted him back and said, the guy saying you can't put a second best in the nation billboard or tweet out there placed 21,463rd place in a marathon. And not only did he brag about that finish, he also got his shoes that he uh, ran in gold-plated. So he got the shoes gold-plated and celebrated on Twitter. He had 15,000 retweets, 15,000 or so people talking about it. Yeah, but he didn't put up a billboard. He didn't put up a billboard, but the fact that he was giving them a hard time. And <laughs> no, he I'm kidding. His... I'm kidding. He's a, he's a... Yeah, so I, I thought that was, that was really funny. Uh, Kay- Katie Nolan always says that he needs to delete his Twitter account. Yeah, so... Like he, whenever he, he puts his foot in his mouth constantly, you, you, she's, she's just like, yeah. delete your account. Be careful what you tweet, and because people will go back and find what you He likes in being past. an internet troll. Yeah, so that's on Larry Brown Sports. We'll tweet out a link to that. I thought that was kind of the funny. The coach... <laughs> no, 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 it's not Larry Brown, the, the defensive back. Uh, no, it's uh, Larry Brown Sports is the name of the website. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a coach and a defensive back named Larry mm-hmm. Brown. But anyways, I thought that was that was kind of funny. So thank you for letting me uh, indulge you in that story. Um, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we, of course, have a number of races still coming up this summer. We've got the... Crystal City Twilighter in this fall. So sign up for races today, runpaces.com backslash races. We had Lisa Reeves on a couple weeks ago, and she was talking about how she was worried about the weather coming up on that Friday and how they would uh, muscle through and and Mm -hmm. persevere through. We had to cancel that race. So there is one more Crystal City 5K, but with the time-space continuum, it just happened last week. You missed it. Yeah, you missed it. So one Crystal City 5K Friday in April turned into an in April and May event. So mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for uh, coming out to that. Uh, we also had the Parkway and New Jersey Marathon this past weekend that Pacers Running put on. And man, I I, I could not be more proud of our our team. Uh, it was a great weekend for running in Alexandria and in Jersey. Um, were you at either race, Docs? Tess, no. I did the 5K. You did the 5K. Yeah, which was awesome. I actually, it was a tactical move this Mm -hmm. year to run the 5K. Last year I did the 10 miler, which was awesome. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, But I realized by the time I finished the 10 miler, I only had time for one or two beers at the end. And if you do the 5K, that eliminates like a whole hour that you could be running. Uh, or you could, you, you, that's that's a great idea. But if you train really hard, you can get there faster for the 10 miles and then you can enjoy a few port cities afterwards as well. But 
I like your logic there. Uh, it was a great day, and I'm are you sorry saying I, I didn't you train hard for the ten mile? <laughs> you know what? I know I've I've heard you on this podcast how your training's going. No, I don't think you did train hard. <laughs> uh, um, Thanks, but great. But congratulations it's on your. It's true. I, I I walked up to the five k having not run in probably about a couple weeks. So. But I'm glad I'm glad you uh, enjoyed the Port City at the at the finish. It was great. But a, a great job there. Uh, the Jersey Marathon uh, was was really well received as well. Uh, super proud. I'm proud of the team. So I just wanted to do the, um, is this a humble brag? No, it's a brag. Not, not so humble. You're probably not, just going to go straight out and brag. I'm just bragging about it. So Walking right down Bragg I, Avenue. I, I am. So uh, thanks to uh, everybody who ran and our team for uh, doing a great job putting uh, those races on. Uh, Tess, um, so when we recorded last time, uh, at the end you said, oh, I'd forgotten a story that I wanted to mention. So we're going to circle did. back to this story Netflix related. So I realize um, I was corrected since I last told you is it's not officially a Netflix movie yet, oh. but it is in the they're, they're contracting right now. So, so you're probably telling us all information that they don't want out. There I yet. don't know. I don't know if yeah. I'm supposed to be telling anyone. Well, this. you didn't sign anything, so go ahead. No, I, I didn't. Yeah. Um, I do have at well employment, but that's fine. <laughs> yes. So so oh so is that your job? Then? No. Yeah. Um, no, there was a film crew in my office for mm. a couple weeks there, and they okay. come in. They were supposed to come in at 5. They really showed up at like 3.30. Um, so I guess film crews are all an hour and a half early to mm. everything, which, you know, gives them a good impression. Mm. But that means that they're working and a little noisy while you're trying to be productive. Trying to actually work. Yep. Yeah. So I had a full hair and, uh, and makeup team in my office with like the big lights and wow. the production. And they turned our conference rooms into dressing rooms with little stars and everything. Wow. Um, so did you walk in and say, I'm ready for my hair and makeup? Oh, my God, no. I hid in my office. <laughs> you did. Wow. So did you see any stars that we I would think recognize? Not that we would recognize, but I Googled some people, and they do okay. have IMDb pages. I've been told not to okay, discuss you can't, the... You can't, yeah. So, okay, yeah. I got that. But it, if we guess who it is, you yeah. have to say yes. 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 All right, so is it... Um, Heather Locklear. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my mom got a picture of Heather Locklear making a, a TV movie in DC many many years ago. Really? Are they doing that show with, with that you, Frank Underwood used to be in? Oh no! Uh, but fun fact: one of my coworkers was an extra in that show. What is that show? House of Cards. House of Cards. So it's not a House of Cards. Finally, how fun did you find? They that shoot that fact? in Baltimore. Or in Baltimore. I, fi- I found that fun. That was a show I actually watched, so I could mm-hmm. relate a little bit. Kate Mira was sh- in season one. I did mm-hmm. like. You didn't see so mm-hmm. Kate Mira not there. No, I, I really thought she was good. Okay. When this movie comes out, I will alert. Okay. Everyone. Are you an extra in the background? Oh my God, no. No, we've we've been angling to try to be extras, a, a Pace the Nation crew, or one of the Pace the Nation hosts trying to be extras for 192 episodes. Yeah. Mm. My dad was an extra in Purple Rain. Really? Yeah. Wow. He that. said it was worth it. It was essentially just like hours and hours of concert video. Oh, so he was at the concert? Mm-hmm. So Purple Rain, was that? Prince. Prince. A Prince? Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking that. There was another purple. What were you the color purple? <laughs> the color. I was thinking the color purple. Oprah yes. Winfrey. Yes. Did I was she get an Oscar for that? I was Very like, different movie. Wow, what what concert did they have in the color purple? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see either, obviously, but uh, I just yeah had some context there. So, all it's right. It's basically the same movie. <laughs> Hardly. Not even yeah, close. Simple mistake. Um, Harley, right. you don't have one. You don't know one actor. You can't guess one actor or actress. 
from oh I, I, Kate Mar 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 that was my that was my, that was yeah. my, that was <laughs> my stole, again I stole his content uh, and and put it off as uh, my own uh, uh, no let me give you let me give you one one actor um, Will not... Will Ferrell no, no but Will that would have been awesome that pretty cool yeah okay all right well when it when it hits when it's on Netflix let me know I'm looking forward to like seeing The Office because they essentially like redid everything replaced all the furniture yeah. and they were in and out every night with that so we would show up in the morning everything was back where it was and then we'd leave at five mm. and you would see them hauling everything away so you mentioned The Office was Jim Halpern mm -hmm. there I did like The Office that was another show <laughs> Jim Jim Halpern, I don't know what's the name of his. He's a Netflix guy. He's done some Netflix mm -hmm. shows. Anyways, whatever his name is. Well, uh, actually, his show is is on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we still can't remember his name, but that's fine. All right. Um, so, but what, he's. I know who he's married to. He's married to um, Emily Blunt. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Who? Um, her brother-in-law is also. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. This, this is this is an episode. Stanley Tucci. I, I'm kind of disappointed he's not married to the receptionist. Pam. Uh, Pam. That's mm -hmm. that's too bad. I that thought is they were good TV. Match. It's not real life. Oh, okay. All right. I can't differentiate. <laughs> um, so finally, um, Docs, we're, we're leaving this <laughs> best for last. <laughs> like it, where, we ran out of time. Where Docs, you we been, ran where, out of time for you. Maybe next been? week. Give us something from where you've been for the last few weeks. Uh, we didn't record last week. You weren't on the show the week prior. That's so correct. So it's been a few weeks. Um, where have you been? I was on the West Coast. Okay. And uh, I took a red eye back on Monday, mm. and I'm exhausted. Okay. And and uh, I, I'm I'm glad to be back. He's so mysterious. <laughs> we can never get anything from him. Nothing. I didn't run very much while I was gone either, which is very disappointing. All right. Well, it's we very gotta, annoying. We got to get you back running for sure. Are I was, you? Are, I was on my bike today. Okay. And the the heavens opened up. <laughs> it did rain for a little bit, the, like hard. Yeah. yeah. God was crying about how bad I'm in <laughs> shape. Well, uh, are you are you headed out off for another trip anytime soon, or are you back for? Oh, I'm you not. Never know. You no, never know. With this I'm guy. not. I'm not going to leave my house ever again, All right. except to run twice a day. <laughs> Good. There we go. All right. Well, you have some CBD product to do it in. Uh, send them some Venga and uh, get Docs back out there healthy. I, if uh, if that would help my Achilles, that would be great. You're in. Whatever it's not it the calf anymore. Well, I you know I don't know what it is, but uh, I don't. Have you seen I, a medical I, professional? I specifically he didn't has. say calf because uh, then Farley gives his calf heart attack <laughs> diagnosis, know. which is not a calf heart attack. I yeah, I do. I make it about me and give that calf heart attack. The one <laughs> one injury I know. All right, uh, I did say finally, but now I'm going to say finally. Um, Jordan Marie Daniel, uh, you mentioned this uh, the the runner from Boston uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. She actually was a Pacers runner. She raced for Pacers back in the day. That was uh, uh, that information via Charlie Ban. No so way. I that, was, uh, that was pretty cool. That's that, awesome. Uh, Charlie Ban, our fact checker. Yeah, our fact checker. Fact Charlie, you know how we feel about facts. Yeah. In the archives. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, Jordan Marie Daniel. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, she was someone we mentioned on Pace the Nation show a few weeks ago and a Pacers runner uh, a few years ago. So, Jordan Marie Daniel, if you listen to the show, tweet us. Uh, let us know you're out there, and uh, hopefully you listen. I still haven't gotten a tweet from somebody. Who who did I say? If you're listening, uh, text me or tweet me. The the code words. Yeah, the code words. There so was a you guy. had a code word for our guest. Yeah. Uh, to see if they kept listening, and then a code word for one of your reps. Yeah. Who who went to 
uh, a school that played that lost to Duke yeah. in the NCAA. So tournament. I'm glad we didn't. We don't need to call them out, but I haven't mm-hmm. gotten those code words yet. So mm-hmm. uh, still waiting. The code word was Duke, and I think chili dog. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> chili dog. All right, great show, guys. Episode 192 in the books. I didn't say it beforehand, but we are get. We are on a rocket ship to 200. I say it every time. We're almost there to our last show. <laughs> 200. Eight to, go. eight to go. No, 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 no. Not last show. Not uh, last show. But it, I don't eight, know why eight. we're counting down to 200 then. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's a milestone. <laughs> Excited about the milestone. All right. Thanks again to our guests for joining us today on the program. It was Jay O'Hare and Dave Whitlinger. They are of Venga CBD, and you can find them on Twitter, Venga CBD. So give them a follow. Thanks to those guys for joining us. Some great information there. Thanks to you, the listeners. We've got a lot of great shows coming up. Uh, look forward to. Uh, we got a. Ha- there is a happy hour happening sometimes. Well, you need to respond to the intern yeah. first. <laughs> so that's going to happen soon. So Waiting look forward to interacting for with you guys in the future. All right. So for Docs, for Tess, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. material this show. I don't know what you're going to do. There's a guy driving a moped down the sidewalk. Yeah. Illegal. Totally illegal. He had a helmet on. Uh, I was in Moab, Utah. Docs is back. Uh, So if there's any updates from Docs. Nope. (laughs) And then... uh, Farley, what kind of airport did you say you have to fly out of? In a regional airport? A in. region airport. Region's here. <laughs> that's such an insider. That's the worst that's, joke. That's, it, no, it's real. It's a real thing. This this person thought it was region. It's a really inside funny, but it is. This, it was this a bad, girl was coming I'm, to visit one of our friends, and yeah. she, he's like, where are you flying into? And she's like, region. But she was younger, and he's so like, she he's didn't like, realize region. Where is region? who... who like everybody was Who trying Reagan to figure was. out where region was yeah. like and and she's saying that and then one of our friends came in he's like does she is she talking about reagan <laughs> she was young but i think she was probably older than tess yeah so yeah, she's old now tess knows who reagan is That's... where's that uh-huh. oh you've lost your connector oh my god we literally you've lost the connector so now you have to go buy a new buy one a new one yeah exactly the freaking apple does, does it again you put it in your pocket. Maybe I did. Which was a really weird thing to do.
I mean, it's so amazing how many times we are talking about something and we have a, a disagreeing viewpoint, and I'm allowed to say, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> it, was there something today? I usually just steamroll you and talk over you, I think. But, uh, where did you rest your case? On uh, this. Yeah, uh, on this. Oh, this. The, the, yeah, the people yeah, want a phone yeah, jack. I know. You just yeah, spent 47 yeah. minutes <laughs> know, looking for that true. thing that you just I thought had. you rest your case on me being scared of heights because you nailed it. You, I was. Why do you have a 7-Eleven app? <laughs> you know how much business I do there. <laughs> what do you, you do with a 7-Eleven app? You buy app? enough there, you get some free stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, you do. When Farley lived with me, he used to go to 7-Eleven to buy canned vegetables. This was a tough part of my That's life. That's disgusting. Yeah, this was, I was in a... It was I in have a, no idea why somebody would buy canned vegetables at 7-Eleven. I've come a long way. <laughs> have you? 